This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, or Compass. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call, 800-339-9252, or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page. You can check out past shows. You can subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Share it with your friends. They might enjoy it. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions, ideas for future shows, or to set up a face-to-face or a virtual meeting. Now, one of the most common points of concerns for new clients I'm meeting with is creating consistent and durable income streams for their retirements. Now, it sounds like a perfectly reasonable concern, right? But after all, most folks are going to need income beyond Social Security in order to maintain their current or preferred lifestyle during their retirement years. We've covered that a lot in this show. Now, during those conversations about sustained retirement income, we look at things like 401ks, IRAs, different investment vehicles, while also discussing how, for certain people, annuities may be a way to provide retirement income. So during today's show, we're going to take a close look at annuities, what they are, and some of their pros and cons, and how they may fit into your financial strategy. Now, if you're going to be making a pro and con list about nearly anything, one person you're never going to find on that con side is Tony Shore. So, Tony, how you doing today? Wow, what an introduction. Holy cow, I'm just I'm stunned <laughs> into silence. That was really great. Uh, That was kind of you to say, but uh, we all have our pros and cons, our lists of pros and cons. And I think that's the first time you've complimented me by comparing me to a retirement income tool. Well, Um, I mean, a tool, yes. (laughs) Not a retirement income tool. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm still going to take it as a good sign no matter what you say now. Um, a tool for good. Yes. Uh, As for this topic today, I think it couldn't be timelier. Um, I think this is going to be a good one, but yeah, I've been great. And I wanted to thank you for having me on the show. You know, I love doing this each week with you, Matt. We have a lot of fun and I with you, Tony. Yeah. And I hope our listeners uh, get something out of the show. I know they learn things from your uh, tidbits of information, your tips and financial strategies, and hopefully are entertained somewhat by our witty banter. Um, I hope so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know (laughs) if it's witty banter or not, but I just wanted to say witty banter. I've been waiting to say that for a while. But anyway, um, I, I had a neighbor of mine was asking me questions about annuities because because he knows I, I co-host a financial radio show. He knows I know you. And he's like, I have questions about annuities. And well, you know, I, I had a couple of answers for him. I'm due for a little refresher. And then I'm going to just have him listen to this episode, right? Yeah, sure. Were you like, I'm barbecuing. Just give me a break. Well, yeah. I mean, I I didn't want to talk to him. I wasn't grilling uh, like you said I was. But 
Uh, I didn't want to have a big discussion about annuities. Like I said, Matt, I'll just have him listen to this episode. So where do you want to start with this whole annuity thing? Okay. You know, I, regardless of my level of knowledge, I always like to add in an article or two, uh, you know, so if people oh, yes. need to go somewhere besides what we're talking about today. And there was one in a U.S. News and World Report article, 16 things you need to know now about annuities, not later, now. Now, it has some excellent information for us today. So let's talk about this. First, annuities are one of the most misunderstood products out there, uh, unequivocally. That's because there's just so many different types of them in the marketplace. Each kind has so many different types in and of themselves. Now, the article also notes that annuities are often sold. They're not bought. And I think that's a very interesting point. Often consumers are coaxed into purchasing something they don't completely need or understand. So it's very important to work closely with your financial services provider as you consider purchasing an annuity. I would say this from my standpoint, you don't consider an annuity until your comprehensive financial plan is created. Then you know if you need one or not. That's the real way you find it out. Otherwise, you probably are being sold something. Uh, they're, and then you have they're going to go over what the pluses and the minuses that come from those are. You'll be able to help determine, one, do you need it? And then which one's right for you? If it is, what type of annuity will be the good fit for your financial strategy? Because really what you're doing is solving for those gaps in your plan. And if an annuity is the right thing, you'll uncover that in your planning sessions. Well, there you go. And I think that's important to have a strategy that uh, can incorporate all the different tools and vehicles that you'll need to have a successful retirement and to really be uh, the most financially responsible. I mean, you want your money to go as far as possible in retirement, and you don't have to persuade me on the importance of making that happen by working with a financial services professional, uh, someone like yourself. And you mentioned that a lot of people don't even really know what an annuity is or might not completely understand it. So why don't we start there? All right. So that's the most basic. An annuity is simply a contract between you and an insurance company with the goal of covering things like principal protection, lifetime income, your legacy, potential future costs of long-term care. So simplest but contract between you and an insurance company. And then add those other pieces, sprinkle those on top. Now sure. let me raise an important note here. Even though the marketing can sometimes make it seem like they are, annuities are not investments. They're contracts. They transfer risk. That's what insurance does. So with an annuity, you and the insurance company are bound to contractual obligations and breaking them, if, if that's even possible, typically comes with steep financial consequences. So how long have annuities been around? I mean, are we talking about something that's recently hit the market or have they been around a while? Uh, well, we're talking about something that's been around for centuries. They're, they can be traced all the way back to ancient Rome. Wow. You know, people would make a single payment in exchange for recurring lifetime payments. So even the ancient Romans were concerned about securing their retirement. So it's, you know, it's been around, this concept's been around a while. Here in the U.S., annuities began gaining popularity during the Great Depression, which some people feel is not <laughs> the next version of is not too far around the corner. You know, when people increasingly began worrying about stock market volatility, what that volatility could do to their retirement. Today, with pensions becoming increasingly less common, uh, a lot of people who are around retirement age are looking to annuities to potentially help supplement their Social Security income. 
that high level concept of annuity is simple. What we just talked about, the contracts themselves are often anything but simple. The rules by which annuities are governed are often super complex. So it's again, it's important to work closely with a pro. I again will say this. I, I'll say it a lot. I, I hope today until you hear it echoing in your head tonight. Start with your plan. Start with your planner. Know why you're going to be looking for what annuity you should be looking for. Ah, make it that you're going to be the one buying it rather than it being sold to you. Sure. Well, and that leads to the million dollar question. Is purchasing an annuity a good idea? You hear both sides like, no, you don't want an annuity or yeah, you have to have an annuity as a retirement vehicle. So where is it at? What do you think? Well, I think you take, if you have someone who says, absolutely don't, or you have someone that says, absolutely do, immediately walk away from either one of those people. Uh, there is no <laughs> simple answer. Yeah, true. Just go stand somewhere else and listen to someone else. Uh, it comes down to a person's individual needs and goals. There's some people that have created an entire career on TV downplaying annuities, you know, just degrading them. And then there's some people who have made their livings out of pushing them maybe when they weren't necessary. There are positives about annuities, things like the fact they can often supply guaranteed income for the rest of your life, regardless of how long you live. But these guarantees are based on the claims paying ability and financial strength of the issuing insurance company. And maybe if you're a super disciplined investor and a very seasoned investor, you can do better on your own. But this takes some of that. Again, you're transferring risk. Um, you know, some cases, annuities, they might provide you additional tax sheltered opportunities to save for retirement. You know, if you've already hit the ceiling of your 401k, your individual retirement accounts, because annuities don't have contribution limits. You can save as much as you want, unlike in some of the other vehicles where you have caps on how much you can put in every year. Sure. And so obviously we can get deep in the weeds in understanding these. And that's why I'm glad you're here to explain it. So how do annuities work? Uh, walk us through that a bit. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try and explain them from as high to medium level as possible because sure. don't get me wrong. If you ever decide to do one of these, when you actually have the one that you now know is best for you because you've gone through the planning process, you've certainly your, your rep has looked through and dug through to find you the absolute best one for you. Um, even that will be confusing when you're going through that paperwork, but let's start <laughs> that's next step. Other insurance, just like that, you pay the annuity company premiums to bear risk for you. They can be, it's sometimes a lump sum. Sometimes it's a series of payments. But not, you know, unlike other insurance, you don't pay premiums in perpetuity. You're not paying it forever. At some point, premiums stop and the annuity begins paying you. And the, the payments can be structured to provide payments for a fixed number of years, for your lifetime. In some cases, uh, payments may be structured to continue paying even your heirs for a fixed amount of time. There, there, there's things called period certain annuities. They provide income for life, but say you die during the contractually agreed upon time period, the annuity is going to pay your designees or your beneficiaries the remainder of your payments for the period of time you chose when you submitted your application. And you could get those payments uh, monthly, quarterly, annually, or in a lump sum. So there's yeah. the next piece. So if that's not confusing enough yet, we'll go on. <laughs> well, I think it's important. Obviously, uh, listeners are going to have questions. How do they get a hold of you? 
Okay, 800-339-9252 is always the best way. I still prefer talking to people on the phone, but I am willing to email. So you could also get us at compass-ltd.com. You can request an appointment through the website or you can, you know, email through there. So uh, those are two great ways to get a hold of us to have any questions you might have about these. All right. Thanks, Matt. Now, you've been talking about what annuities are, whether they're a wise purchase and how they work. It's been an eye opener so far. What do you have for us next? Uh, let's let's kind of key on the difference between annuities and life insurance because these are an insurance product, right? And I don't sure. want people to get confused about that. Both products are provided by insurance companies. Uh, they're designed, though, for completely different purposes. Uh, you know, life insurance it's crafted to provide benefits to you, uh, your family, your loved ones when you die. Uh, conversely, annuities are built to provide a benefit to you while you're alive. Well, especially while you're still alive, right? Typically, the benefit with an annuity is that guaranteed income stream. Right. Yeah. And that's that's the key right there is creating that guaranteed income stream for retirement. That's why a lot of people use uh, things like a fixed index annuity uh, with a lifetime income rider. I know that's popular as a retirement vehicle for uh, a lot of uh, baby boomers who have been retiring out there. Uh, and at the top of the show, you mentioned several different types of annuities or that there were several different types. Tell us about the different types of annuities. Yeah, I'll do that. Let, let's get to that. You mentioned one type. We'll get to that a little bit more. There, a lot of the fixed stuff, they some a lot of those lost a lot of popularity in the last 10, 15 years because of unfavorable rates. I think we're going to be finding them becoming more favorable again here before too long. Um, but let's let's get to this. There's two main types of annuities. Actually, it, you're going to want to grab a three by four piece of poster board. And we're going to make a tree here. It's going to take a little space. So again, if you have any questions about this, give us a call. Hopefully you can picture this in your head. We're going to start with one big thing. That's a deferred and immediate annuity. Deferred annuities, they offer income stream later. And the immediate is exactly what it sounds like. They supply income right away. With the deferred and immediate categories, though, there's both fixed and variable annuities. So the different types, there's relatively five different types of annuities. We talked about immediate. It's annuitized, meaning it's converted to an immediate income stream for the purchaser. Then you have deferred. That begins providing income at a future date that you've chosen. You have fixed annuities. That's an annuity that supplies a guaranteed minimum rate of return and provides a, a fixed series of payments under parameters you choose when you purchase it. That's why, again, I said sometimes you get to the contract and it's confusing because now there's even more options. Uh, variable annuities, those uh, the annuity's performance and eventual return is determined by underlying investments that mm -hmm. you choose. Uh, and fixed index annuities, like you were just talking about, they provide a minimum guaranteed rate of return and total returns tied to an underlying index, something like the S&P 500. Um, you know, but usually there's caps on potential gains as well as limits to any losses to principal. Yeah, that's good. And so that's a good rundown of the different types of annuities. Uh, I know I wouldn't want to try to figure out all this or which annuity is right for me without the help uh, from yourself, a financial services professional. I think that's a key point when it comes to annuities, because 
there are good annuities and bad annuities, and some are right for you, some are not right for the individual. Everybody's situation is different, and some might be the best possible solution to uh, solve your retirement income issues, right? Yeah, I'm going to amend a little bit of what you said. There are good annuities and bad annuities for you. Inherently, there shouldn't be any bad annuities in the system because they should have been vetted out and not approved if they're bad, right? But there's good and bad for you. Uh, annuities, and I'm not saying you personally, I'm talking about the ethereal you, right? So <laughs> annuities have many benefits. Right, right. They they also come with some downsides. Sure. Uh, and most financial pros, like I said, you would probably find two or three people on most any financial network who will tell you about all the horrible downsides that they're gonna talk about about annuities. Um, and they should be any good financial pro should worth the weight in salt should be able to help you walk through the downsides. You know, like with any other financial product, annuities aren't right for everyone. So, and that, so that also might mean, you know, they're certainly not wrong for everyone, but let's take a closer look at immediate and deferred. Let's start there. Immediate annuity begins providing income almost immediately, emphasizing the almost. You know, it's annuitized right away, but it doesn't begin supplying income Absolutely. Immediately. You make a single lump sum payment, the insurance company, and then it begins providing income over, uh, you know, one annuity period after you've made the purchase. So that could be 30 days to a year later. Now, the periods determine on how you choose to receive your income payments. You know, if you selected monthly payments, your first immediate annuity payment, that's going to be a month after you purchase it. Uh, but because the uh, payments begin so quickly, immediate annuities generally are a popular choice for retirees already. Well, yeah, that's true. So that brings us to deferred annuities. What about those? Uh, so deferred annuity, you begin seeing payments years or maybe even decades into the future. In the interim, before you begin receiving payments, those pr premiums continue to grow. They go tax deferred inside the annuity. And often they're used to supplement IRAs uh, and employer provided retirement plan contributions because many annuities don't have IRS contribution limits. You know, the only limiting factor is the amount of premium the insurance company is willing to take on for the same person. And in a lot of cases that falls somewhere between 500,000 and 3 million, but is generally capped at one or 2 million. If you wanted to kick in more money than that, you could potentially divide it between several insurance companies. That's not my preferred way of, uh, I, I, I should say, if you want to kick in more than $3 million into annuities, oh. you may be diversifying your portfolio in not the most advantageous way. But again, depends it's different on your for everyone. Yep. Depends different on your situation. Everyone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Are you Elon Musk or are you Tony Shore? I think that's the question. <laughs> You have to answer that. Are you a radio show co-host or are you the president of Amazon? So or the, or the, or, you know, any spouse of whoever works in Congress. <laughs> yes, there you go. Well, hey, I saw a news story. I wanted to ask you about this. I actually jotted it down because uh, I'm not that familiar with this term. Uh, what about a qualified longevity annuity contract? What is that? And how does that fit well, into First this of all, that's the story. old guy way of saying it. They're called QLAX, Tony. Oh, that's QLAX. That's what all the kids are calling I them these days. I spelled it out. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was like a, it had a thing. You're yeah. so not hip. Oh, man. Now, so yeah, qualified longevity annuity contracts. You, If you hear 
someone talking about them that knows the lingo or they'll call them QLACs. Um, they're an exception to the annuity contribution limits. They're deferred income annuities. Uh, they're to help retirees turn assets into a stream of lifetime income. Still, it's annuity, right? But under IRS rules, you can only convert 145000 or 25% of your funding retirement account, whichever is less to a QLAC this year. Uh, they're also exempt from RMDs, the required minimum distributions until age 85. So it may make them a beneficial option if you're nearing the current RMD age of uh, 70 and a half or 72. You know, if you turn 70 and a half after January 1st, 2020, you don't need all your distributions or, or maybe if you'd like lifetime stream of income. Well, I think we'd all like that lifetime stream of income. Well, who wouldn't? Right. Uh, but it's got to come from somewhere, right? So yeah. is it the best? Are these the best places for you to take what you have and turn that into that lifetime stream? Yep. Maybe it's great for that guaranteed piece. Maybe it's great to cover the income gap between the Social Security and any other guaranteed pieces you may have and that number you're going to need monthly, quarterly, or yearly to fund that retirement lifestyle you want. Yeah. And if there's no other way to do it with what you have, then it might be the right strategy. Well, and I think a lot of what you're saying here is very intriguing. I think a lot of our listeners are probably intrigued by the idea of an annuity that's going to be deferred until later in life that will provide that guaranteed income stream. I mean, in your opinion, are deferred income annuities for most people? Uh, I think just like the other stuff, I'd be more comfortable saying they're a good fit for some people, not most. Right. Um, they may be a good fit for your your financial strategy. All right. So if you have, say, a family history of longevity and you'd like guaranteed income for your life or your spouse's life, sure. uh, if you can sufficiently cover your current income needs as well as potential financial emergencies uh, or or maybe you need to supplement your retirement income later in life or you're concerned about handling long term care expenses, then they may be a good fit. If those aren't going to be concerns, then they're probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Well, and I think that uh, it's really important to talk about these. Now, for the most popular, and I know the one that's a really popular is a retirement vehicle, a fixed annuity or a fixed index annuity. How do those work? Okay. These provide a guaranteed minimum rate of return uh, while also providing a series of payments under rules you determine upon purchase. Does, sure. does that make sense? Yeah. They offer some uh, principal protection. Mm -hmm. And you get some upside when the market goes up. Uh, so that's good. I, that's probably why they're so popular. Yes. Well, fixed annuity, you're, don't don't combine them with a fixed index annuity. Oh, or get, okay. It's a guaranteed minimum rate of return. Um, and then it's how you structure that the payment that will m slightly more affect what's uh, going to look okay. like. Okay, sure. Okay, so that we talked about the, uh, in, the index, fixed index annuities operate a little different for market conditions. Sure. So there is a difference. That's good to know. Uh, but again, don't make any move or do anything with annuities or really any major financial decisions without consulting a trusted financial services professional, somebody like yourself, Matt, who can help you avoid some common mistakes and make sure you don't get into a, a vehicle or a financial situation that isn't right for you. Uh, I know we've, uh, we're have we trying to really drive that point home today, but that is so important. And we've learned a lot about annuities today. What do you have for us in our final segment here? Um, 
one of the things I want to talk about, uh, annuities may have early withdrawal penalties, and this is important to know. It, depending on the type of annuity you get, you may be locked, you know, you're locking those funds up for certain periods of time, right? Maybe forever or maybe for a certain period of time before you can do anything else with it. And early withdrawal penalties may be enough to discourage some people from purchasing them, and rightfully so. Uh, surrender periods generally vary from two years to 10 years or longer. Uh, you know, the subsequent charges usually shrink over time. So, if, you know, in two years, the penalty is going to be higher than at 10 years. Um, but a deferred annuity that contains a 10 year surrender period, maybe it's 10% on money withdrawn in the first year and then it's 9% in the second year. So it it goes down. But this is money. If you're going to get one of those, you don't want to just give away part of your investment because you were impatient or you improperly planned. Right. So th those surrender charges can cost you a good chunk if you haven't planned properly and you need to get to get out need to get at those funds. You know, a lot of companies are going to provide access on the interest um, and they might allow access after a year or either maybe 10 percent of your original deposited premium or 10 percent of your account value. They'll let you get to. But also, you know, like with IRAs and 401ks, money you would draw before you're 59 and a half. That's might come with a federal tax penalty. Um, and annuity income is taxes, ordinary income in the year you receive it. So, all right, now we had two parts of the show where we already talked about things that can confuse the heck out of people. And now just get to this one paragraph, right? This is, this is why a lot of people say stay away from them. But if you have a planner that you've done your work with, and you have a rep, and sometimes they're the same people, you're under no obligation to buy it from that person. There's plenty of people out there. You wanna make sure it's someone who is sitting down and you're as, you're as familiar with all the terms in that annuity as they are needing to sell it to you, sure. right? You wanna know you're as familiar purchasing as they are selling it. Because if you make any missteps on this, some people are allowed to sell you an annuity, they never have to talk to you again. So, right. you, True. you know, so you want to make sure you're probably going to have a long term relationship with it or at least your planner or your advisors keeping an eye on that mm -hmm. and talking to you about it as you go forward. Yes. Yeah, that's key. I'm glad you pointed that out. And and you mentioned, you know, we talked about at one point, especially a few years back, annuities got kind of a bad rap and people were poo-pooing them, but I think they were referring to variable annuities. Uh, as I understand it, they come with risk, right? I think what they were probably referring to were unscrupulous sellers of all annuities. Ah, okay. Yeah, that could um, be as well. But what but about a variable the, annuity? So this is one of the things that people are a little bit more confused about. Again, we can if we haven't confused you yet, Hang on, right? So <laughs> variable annuities, your premiums, those are invested in numerous sub-accounts that are like mutual funds. They each have an objective. They each charge a management fee as well as the insurance company's fees. The annuity's rate of return is contingent on how those sub-accounts sub perform. Uh, the insurance company doesn't guarantee variable annuity rates. So if you go this route, you shoulder the investment risk. You select the sub-accounts where your money's housed. Typically, you have the chance for higher returns than you do with a fixed annuity. But as you likely know, markets are volatile. So variable annuities come with very real risk. Now, so what I'm saying by unscrupulous people selling them to you, they may not have really let you know what all of those uh, risks could have been. Or maybe you didn't 
hear what the risks were because you were focused on what the illustration looked like the success could be in the end. Sure. This having a variable annuity is much more like having your money market facing. It's like you're invested. It's more like being invested in the stock market. And so people expect perhaps if they had another annuity that this was a safer vehicle and they didn't realize, yes, the chances, you know, you have a greater chance of return than on the fixed stuff, but you also have a greater chance of loss. Sure. Some of the fixed stuff, there's no chance of loss. Right. <laughs> and you're protected At on the least downside. Not your, your initial principal loss. Right. right. Yeah. You're protected on the downside. Where in this, you, maybe you weren't protected on the downside. There's pieces inside of all these to protect against some of these things. They all come with a fee. But that's kind of like having your money managed. Right. So if you're paying someone to manage your money, yes, they're help. You're transferring the risk to that person sure. for their advice. You're kind of doing the same thing with an annuity, except your contracts with an insurance company, not an advisory company. Sure. So I, I assume we always get to this point, taxes. Uh, are they a part of this? <laughs> Aren't they a part of everything? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they are an important part of the conversation. So annuities are tax deferred. That simply means you don't pay taxes on your money while it's sitting inside the annuity. Just like 401k or IRA, you only pay taxes on your money when you would draw it. Uh, if you fund your annuity with pre-tax money, that's called a qualified annuity, your eventual withdrawals, they're going to be taxed at your ordinary income rate. Sometimes there's particular annuities with certain functions in them that tax it slightly more tax advantage, depending on how you take it out. And that's, again, you want to talk to your planner and your advisor and your rep about all these things. On the flip side, if you used after-tax money to fund your annuity, that's called a non-qualified annuity. You won't be taxed on the portion of your withdrawal that's a return on your original principal. Only your earnings are going to be taxed. Yeah. And you mentioned fees. I think that's where uh, there's a big difference in certain types of annuities, right? Uh, variable annuities have higher fees. Uh, some fixed index annuities have uh, lower or little to no fees. Is that right? There, so yeah, it's the risk return reward, right? Um, so there are some things with no fees. You have um, you know, loss protection, principal protection, but chances are your earnings over time may not be as high. This is, what, again, why it's Here's the bigger reason why it's not suitable. Certain ones aren't suitable for everybody. Some people have no appetite to not earn more money on their money than maybe a fixed in a fixed annuity is going to provide. Sure. Some people don't have the appetite to pay for the fees that are inside a variable annuity and not have the chance to make you know certain money. So let's talk about fixed annuities. They have annual mortality and expense fees. They're called M&E fees. That's a very insurance thing. Um, they have various administrative fees. Variable annuities have annual fees about uh, two and a half to 3%. That, Yikes, really? You know, wow. That, I, that's not all that crazy when you consider it again, like it's like you're having managed money, right? You're paying sure. X amount of money to be in a fund. You're having X amount of money for somebody to manage it. There's internal fees and a lot of the stuff you have. So a lot of the times there's a lot to be said if you put variable annuities up against other things like mutual funds or even being in the market that the fees kind of iron themselves out, but it is in there. But, you know, I, I, don't get me wrong. This is one of the, some of the good stuff that's happened in the last few years is the disclosure of all these fees that you're going to be paying. And there is a heavy weight on the securities industry on the variable side for all these things to be disclosed. So if you don't oh, yeah. see those clearly when you're working with someone, if they're not spelling out exactly what that is. Um, also, 
other annuities, it's not that they don't have expenses. All annuities come with commissions. So again, if you're not seeing those, you should be you turn the other way. The commissions are usually built right into the policy. You might not see the cost taken out of your account each year, but you should be seeing the stuff up front. In most cases, commissions run from as low as 1% all the way up to 10%, depending on the annuity. A easy rule of thumb, the simpler the annuity, the smaller the commission. The longer the surrender period, the more complex the annuity, the larger the commission. Ask your planner, ask your advisor, make sure your rep uh, explains to you all the insights into the commissions before you sure. make any final decisions. Yeah. You want to know that you're getting the right annuity and it's not based on somebody selling it, selling you a particular annuity because they make 2% more on their commission when one that they might make half a percentage less on is in the end going to be better for you. There you go. Well, I think you've done a very good job today explaining this to us, but I know it leads to other questions that our listeners probably have. It's been an outstanding show. Uh, they can give you a call. How can our listeners out there get a hold of you? All right. Easy. Call us 800-339-9252. Visit us online, compass-ltd.com. If you have questions about annuities, you are like literally 99.9% .9 of every other human being on the planet. <laughs> Sometimes right. those of us who deal with this all the time, we sit down with a contract of a new annuity and we're going to have questions about it. And that's those that do this all the time. So do not feel ever embarrassed. Just like your neighbor had the guts to ask you, anyone listening, have the guts to talk to the person, to talk to someone else, especially if you're being sold an annuity, talk to your planner. If you don't have one, make that your next step before you purchase your annuity and make it you purchasing your annuity instead of being sold one. Know what you're getting into the more you know, right? That's why those commercials exist. So know what you can about this. Work with your planner. And if you have any questions, give us give us a call. We'll sit down, help explain some of this stuff to you. It's complimentary. A first visit to us, compliment. We're not going to try and sell you anything. We're not going to push anything on you. We can help answer some of these questions about annuities. If you ever need them, yeah, we can get them for you. But you're under no obligation to get them from us. So uh, take advantage, 800-339-9252. All right. Sounds great, Matt. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.